back to On The Record. For this special episode, we have the same guest, Sophia, who is the president of Outreach at North Central College. Sophia is here to teach and educate us and you, the listener, about all things LGBTQ+. For the second episode, we dive deeper on ways you can help people who are part of that community. How can someone, um, especially in LA, you know, respond to a heterosexual friends or coworkers or classmate who feel negatively about a person who is lesbian, gay, bisexual, or trans transgender? Especially like if you live in the area halls. Let's let's say, for example, you have a roommate and your roommate said something that is very homophobic or you work on campus your co-worker said something that is very transphobic and you're like wow like how how what how can someone respond to those negative comments that they hear yeah that is a hard one because again that can come up in so many different situations and some people can be very casually homophobic and not realize what they're doing and think it's just a joke and other people can be very intent um, with their homophobia and know what they're doing. Um, I think it depends on a lot of different factors and there's different things that need to be done at different times. So say you're in a class or in a public setting and a remark is made that is against the community. In that moment, what you want to do is set a boundary um, in whatever way you feel comfortable. So that can be saying, hey, that comment wasn't okay. Hey, professor, um, something happened in class that I need you to know about. Basically just making sure that if there's a queer person in the room, they don't think that everyone is agreeing with that comment. I know I've been in situations where everyone's been silent and I don't know if they're in their head, they're secretly agreeing with the homophobic comment that was made. So definitely making it clear that, hey, we don't tolerate that kind of language. Hey, that is problematic and that's actually harmful if you whether you realize it or not in the moment that's really important um i think also centering the queer people in the situation is very important they might not have the energy for a whole long discussion about why is this wrong and what is the history of this term and so on um so m- making sure you're checking in with whatever person um the comment may have been against is really important and then if you have the emotional capacity and the time to um, explain to the person who said the harmful thing why it's harmful. Some people genuinely don't know. They might come from a community where certain terms are used and they don't realize the impact of those terms. So taking the time to explain, hey, this is why this is wrong. And definitely, if you don't feel like you can handle a situation by yourself, definitely, definitely, definitely report it. Um, either to a professor, to a higher up at work, um, to someone at the school. We have, again, the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion who deal with these things. Um, It can be very awkward to put yourself out there and say, hey, that's not cool, because most of the time we're told to just like cringe in silence when these things happen. But the most important thing is setting the boundaries, 
checking in with the person who's impacted and then following up later to make sure the person is being educated as to why it's wrong. And if you don't feel like you can do that yourself, bringing in other people to have that conversation with you. Well, I want to ask, especially with the whole monkeypox thing, people discriminate against people who are LGBTQ. Why is it harmful for people to affiliate disease with a group of people? Yes. So that is unfortunately a very common problem. And it has been a problem for many years. We saw it um, in the 80s with AIDS, HIV. um, And that still occurs to this day, this stigma. Um, And it, like you said, it it started happening again with monkeypox, where it was being termed a gay disease. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, we're not doing this again, really? Another one? Um, It is very harmful because it not only is inaccurate, but it really stigmatizes the community. So um, conditions like HIV, AIDS, monkeypox, they are not gay diseases. Um, Sometimes infections can affect specific communities just because communities tend to be together, Um, but anyone can catch these things. So it actually puts more people at risk to say that only a certain demographic um, can be affected by something when actually anyone can. Um, It also really hurts the community because as we saw with AIDS, um, if a minority community is said to be the only community being affected by something, they are way less likely to be taken seriously, to be taken care of. And that is why we saw so many people dying in the eighties when this happened think it was the 80s i'm not a doctor i'm not a historian um but it was because of the stigma and if if something's deemed a gay disease it's gonna not be taken seriously as something that'll um, affect the wider population so definitely if you see a gay person and they come out to you as you said with um, the story of your friend do not suddenly start scaring them about hiv and aids that is terrifying um And again, it is not the death sentence it used to be. Um, You're not going to get AIDS by sitting next to a gay person. Um, Not all gay people have it. And even if they do, um, it is not the death sentence it used to be. Um, There are ways that you can take medication where it no longer is even transmissible through sexual intercourse. Um, There are mothers who are HIV positive who give birth to HIV negative children. Um, So the stigma is really unnecessary honestly today because it prevents proper care and again it uh, breaks the community up in a way that is not helpful and actually hurts everyone so yes it is unfortunate that we are still seeing an issue with that but definitely (laughs) definitely do not assume that something is ever a gay disease or anything like that because that is most likely not medically accurate so i want to ask is for a lot of straight people, heterosexual people, they think that, especially for male, they think that being they think being a, being friends with someone who is gay, lesbian, transgender affect their masculinity. So I want to ask: Is how can a straight person be friends and support a gay person without having an issue? with their sex, with their masculinity, or with their heterosexuality? 
That is a very good question. I do think um, you are right to say that is mo- it is mostly um, cishet men who are concerned about this more than um, women because there is such a pressure on men in society to be macho and masculine and gay men have been demonized as um, feminine because of that. So there is a lot of um, polarization because of that. Um, (laughs) There's this idea that there's some sort of gay agenda and that we have a goal to make everyone gay um, or change everyone's gender or something. And that is not a thing, I promise. Um, The queer community wants everyone to be themselves. And if you are a cisgender straight man and you are the most masculine man on the planet, no one is coming to take that from you. Um, Being friends with a queer person is not going to take away your identity. If anything, I think it'll give you better insight into your identity. Um, I'm part of the community, but I am cisgender, which means I was assigned female at birth. I identify as a woman. And just going through my everyday life, I'm not challenged in my gender a lot. You know, I fit into society in that way. But by being friends with people who are different identities than me, who are transgender, who are non-binary, that's actually made me think about my identity. And it hasn't changed it necessarily, but it's given me so much more insight into who I am. And it's made me appreciate who I am more. So I would say you're not going to risk losing anything by being friends with queer people again we're not here to steal your identity or make you gay or do anything crazy like that um i think it'll just make you more appreciative of everyone getting to be who they are um yourself included thank you so much thank you so much i think that wraps it that wraps everything up thank you so much now before we leave i always ask this is there anything else you want people to take away from this Definitely. I want people to remember that asking questions is okay as long as it's respectful. Again, people do not owe you information, um, but the best way to learn about a community you're not a part of is buy from the community themselves. Um, There's lots of misinformation out there, but the more you can learn from actual people in the community, the better. Um, So I would encourage people, if I've said some terms in this podcast unknowingly that you are unfamiliar with, search those terms and figure out what they are. Um, Look up about the different identities. The best way to be an ally is to actually know what you're talking about. Um, So definitely take some time into looking into the LGBTQ plus community um, and just give it the attention it deserves because it's a beautiful community and I love it. And I think everyone should learn a little bit more about gay culture because it truly has so much to give to the world. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of On The Record. Don't forget to come back to listen to our more trendy interesting topics we have more coming